today's Leading Women episode 122. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Alexandra Shepanovich. Alexandra Shepanovich is the managing director and co-founder of Ideal Properties Group, a Brooklyn real estate firm with a staff of over 100 real estate brokers and salespeople. They specialize in brownstone Brooklyn neighborhoods, including Park Slope, Carroll Gardens, and Brooklyn Heights, as well as Williamsburg, Gowanus, and other locations throughout the borough. Former From former Yugoslavia, Alexandra was a war reporter in Sarajevo before moving to New York City in 1999. Specializing in business development, she's built up her team to four offices and 110 staff. Women of the world, Ms. Alexandra Shipanovich. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Mary Grace. We are delighted to have you and I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear about you and your business. You know, Alexandra, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you. And I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Absolutely. That's, I guess, a great way to start this conversation. Let me first talk a little bit about Ideal Properties Group. Um, Ideal Properties Group um, is a real estate brokerage, and we specialize in the most popular sales and rental neighborhoods in Brooklyn and New York. Um, so from established neighborhoods such as Carroll Gardens, Park Slope, Williamsburg, Cobble Hill, to the up-and-coming Gowanus, Greenpoint, and Bushwick, uh, the idea behind this orientation comes from really who we are and where we live. Um, our staff is from Brooklyn. We are all Brooklynites. Uh, we all live Brooklyn. We love Brooklyn. We play in Brooklyn. Um, we praise Brooklyn, you know, sing and dance here and create in Brooklyn. We have a passion for the borough. And obviously, we're also defined by Brooklyn, New York. So who better to serve a property buyer or a renter than someone who's already spellbound by this invigorating borough in New York City, someone who already knows this uh, best-kept secret that uh, the Big Apple has to offer? Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how you describe it and how it evolved, how the idea came into existence and the passion that you have there with serving locally. Uh, and be, the word you said about being Brooklyn, one of the, the Brooklynites, Brooklynites. Well, I love that word. And yeah, it says, it says a lot about what you do and to really 
uh, focus or hone into your local area and providing that service or that, that business uh, within that area. So thank you for sharing that. Now, what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business? <laughs> okay, I guess, well, the time somehow just felt right. Um, some seven plus year, years ago when uh, Ideal Properties Group was just being dreamt up, we kind of felt compelled to pay close attention to the economic distress that was slowing down the businesses everywhere around us. So I, to be frank, personally didn't feel like working for others at the times of a bad economy that was going even worse. And I didn't exactly feel like I wanted to give up the reins of my professional and financial life to someone else. So my partner and I wanted to be able to continue to work very hard, which is what we used to do at that point already. And we only wanted to be able to blame ourselves for any eventual failures then you know, have to put this into someone else's um, kind of domain. So this also, of course, coincided with my uh, graduation from the interior design program at the Fashion Institute of, of Technology in New York City. So I guess the timing just couldn't have been more perfect than at that very time. I have a history, as you mentioned already, in war reporting, and originally I come from a country that kind of allowed itself to fall apart. So I think that I was already used to that adversity, and I, I tend to function, function very well in times of distress and duress around uh, um, the time that was actually very typical of Brooklyn in 2007. Wow, I love that story. I love that moment, you know, when it just felt right. And, you know, that opportunity was there despite the economic distress and economic conditions that was happening at that moment. And it sounded like everything fell into its right place. I mean, you had your, you just graduated with your design arts, um, fashion arts, and now you have this uh, into the real, you venture into the real estate with, with your partner. Wow, what a defining moment that must be. And you saw that need, you feel it, you went on all aboard with it. Love that moment. I'm sure our listeners can, are really into listening to that one as well. Now, let's talk about your vision for the company. Your business obviously has the vision to be the market leader in your industry. And that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they will like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? Um, it's really, um, if I would have to pick one, um, it would have to be our staff because that's what always drives me. Um, when we first started, like I said, the times were a little bit um, economically challenging. So it felt like Ideal Properties Group was an island of sanity, if you wish, of economic prosperity in the sea of really bad economic decisions that were permeating the nation at that time. So we immediately started feeling very close to our staff, to people who were on board and willing to endure this hardship alongside with us, with their management. And we wanted to make sure that everybody can create a, an opportunity for themselves. So what drives me even today is that vision of seeing our brokers and our agents retire from Ideal Properties Group as successful individuals with a brilliant and fruitful past and a future to look forward to. 
Wow, what a compelling vision that must be. I mean, to create these opportunities for your staff to in turn create that opportunity for themselves. Love that vision. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what of some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? That's a very good question. I think uh, the first that uh, comes to mind is uh, my willingness to rock the boat when the boat needs rocking. Um, The other one would be an an open-minded reasoning. And I often tend to take into account account not just conscious, but also the intuitive. I think that all, all of your listeners, all of your female audience can relate to this. We tend to be intuitive, I guess, more than our, our male counterpart. And I guess the final one would be uh, a readiness that I always had, which was to rationalize fear and to embrace change. I come from a, a place where, where change is common. It's very commonplace, and I, I've learned to live with it and actually excel at it. So the willingness to rock the boat when the boat needs right. I love that metaphor. And the second one is to really listening to your own intuition. And the third one is your readiness to embrace your fear, embrace the change. Because you know what? As we grow our business, our business, there are gonna be you're gonna have you're gonna feel that fe- those fears, those doubts, those worries, and there are gonna be challenges along the way. But we have to learn how to manage those. So thank you for sharing those personality traits that our listeners can learn from as well. And the good news is that we can cultivate or develop this traits that Alexandra just shared. We are not born with it. Lucky you if you are, but the good news is that we can develop them, cultivate them, and adapt them to our lives. All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person, and our audience wants to know that special person in you. So, what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Sure, I guess uh, not surprisingly, um, impatience is possibly one of, my, one of my most pronounced character flaws. Um, and that obviously seems to stem from my drive and my passion for what I do. Um, I want everything now. I have no patience for excuses, just like with, um, you know, Any challenge in business or in my personal life, I tend to address all challenges by being very passionate and optimistic about outcomes. So I'm competitive. I tend to follow my intuition through the unknown, I would say, landscapes. But I also um, have this ability and desire to outwork anyone. And I will always be prepared for what's ahead. So I tend to think long term regardless of how little patience I have to reach that long term goal. My partner and I, um, my partner Eric and I are also partners in life. And I guess when it comes to building Ideal Properties Group, we both had to adapt. We had to mold our strong individual personalities to make them work together. Uh, We learned how to divide our spheres of influence. We learned how to divide our challenges um, in order to be able to address all the matters in the company much better. So you have to remember, we have poured our hearts and our souls, but also all of our life's savings, really, into creating this behemoth that we now adore. Um, We grew, we learned a lot um, through talking, through consulting as a team, even when that discourse was not so pleasant. And I feel that Ideal Properties as a company has grown stronger from every adversity it has encountered along the way. But I think 
uh, primarily those would have been our challenges, really, you know, putting these uh, dissonant ideas together and trying to make sure that they can work together through dialogue. Yes, totally relatable. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to those challenges that you have um, shared and you have experienced. And, you know, we... You know, being, you know, this impatient, you know, we, I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are almost every one of us have this attitude. We are so impatient. We, we know, you know, we want to get things done, not tomorrow, not later, but today, you know, we have that, the kind of attitude because we are so driven. We are so passionate with what we're doing. You know, we want to get things accomplished. We want to get things done. But sometimes it takes a little bit of the audience to, uh, that patience to, Give give time when when it's needed, and have the patience to really know that okay, it's gonna happen in its own time. And like what you said about have, putting these ideas into 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 place, into the right place. Wow, you know what? Everyone has this challenge, I'm sure, especially growing a business. So be patient in in dealing with these challenges, and know that they are part of growing a business, part of building a business, and even in general, in life life in general, there are gonna be challenges, but the takeaway here is not to have those challenges as deterrent or a hindrance to for you to move forward but instead take them as strength and opportunity for you to go on and build this business that you are passionate about doing and congratulations for having a great partner and not only in business but in in your life because i'm sure it's a great um support to have somebody you're working with you in your business with you that you know will support you and it's going to be be there and no matter what absolutely that that helps a great deal obviously and uh, you know it comes with its own challenges uh, because you share a life and you share a business and uh, a whole host of uh, issues um, stem out of that but at the same time um, to a large extent it really makes your life as an entrepreneur and someone who's building a business and growing it a much easier task Yes, I, I'm sure it does. Now, let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. Being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? This is a daily struggle, of course. I'm, I know that you can relate for sure. Um, building, developing, owning, running a business has taught me how to delegate. I think that's the most important thing. But of course, it's very hard to delegate a two-year-old child. <laughs> So ever since the birth of my daughter, the event which in and of itself took about five years of emotional struggle, and uh, you know we spent two endlessly stressful months in the neonatal intensive care unit in Methodist Hospital in Brooklyn. Um, ever since this walking of that fine line between work and life has become a really really daunting task, even more so than before. So now we have this complete commitment to work that I have always had, um, and that commitment has started transmuting into a complete commitment to work and an even more complete, complete commitment to a two-year-old who has an angelic face um, and right about now also happens to be going through her demonic terrible twos. So optimism and only occasional sleep help. That's my recipe, I guess. I've always been a night owl, um, something I almost think of as, a, if not a skill, then at least a natural gift. Uh, my whole life, except during pregnancy, I guess, um, I have 
really needed relatively little sleep and I guess I managed to tie all those loose ends every day on account of knowing that at night when everyone else is asleep I will reconnect with my good old friend MacBook Pro and I'll sail into the morning hours with just sounds of keys being pressed floating through silent air. I guess, you know, I used to be a journalist, so once a writer, deep down inside, you're always a writer. So I guess those would be my two ways in which I, I try to balance work and life. I'm sure your audience and yourself, you know, are, are always uh, pressed with these issues on a daily basis. And uh, it's a, a hard answer to give, I think, for all of us. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with you. I mean, sometimes I say work-life balance is a myth, especially for us entrepreneurs, because we are so passionate about what we're doing that it's no longer work. It's not work for us anymore. And you are right. I mean, 24 hours sometimes is doesn't seem like it's enough. I mean, we have a lot of things that we want to do for our business. But like what you said, we have to learn how to manage this time wisely that we have we all have 24 hours in a day so one of the ways that you you manage this is to delegate um, some task and I, I hear you when about your two-year-old child I mean I'm sure it takes a, a lot of your time but at the same time there's a joy in, in having in having a family and having a child around you okay. it really teaches you at the same time that teaches us to really make use of our time wisely and smart and work smart so for example with you you work uh, way in the night in the night because that's you are a night person so for our listeners out there find uh, find that time where you can be really yourself and work on your business for example if you are a morning person and wake up a lot an hour earlier for example so that way you have enough time to spend to to those that are other priorities are important to you you know really make time for this that are important to you like your family your business and yourself most especially you know being a nurse myself i have seen so many people suffering as a result of not taking their health as a priority so i'm really big op- proponent on really taking care of ourselves physically and mentally and it doesn't have to be big things i mean like eating healthy and um, moving incorporating activities as well and also you have that downtime where you can recharge and rejuvenate yourself and whether that be playing with your child for example that's a relaxing activity so little things you know we don't have to make this work-life balance complicated find those little things that you can incorporate in your daily activities that will enhance you as you build this business so thank you for sharing your perspective on those and for those tips that our listeners can learn from as well now Let's talk about success and what success means to you. You know, your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes individually probably not so in your journey as an entrepreneur what does success mean to you and what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success um i tend to measure success in very small increments um i think that success at least to me um as an entrepreneur not as an individual um means going home every day knowing that you've done something However, however insignificant it may seem at that time and that very evening, something that you have done that day to further your business 
its footprint, and therefore your staff's future opportunities. But because, as we said, that's what, what's my, my main driving force. In that vein, in my mind, the press mention is a benchmark. An exclusive townhouse listed is a benchmark. A marketing project completed is a benchmark. They're all benchmarks by which you measure that success. Um, obviously, the more successful you become as an entrepreneur, there is an opportunity for you to exploit, in a way, that success to make sure that your private life also um, can, can kind of, on the coattails of that success, uh, find its own happiness. I hate to use the word happiness because I don't think success and happiness have anything to do with, to do with one another. But uh, at the same time, I think the two complement each other really well. So if you're happy with what you do, if you love what you do, and if you have a passion for that, then that line kind of blurs between who you are, what you do, what you love, and all of that fulfills you and makes you successful and happy. Success is knowing that you've done something significant, small or big. I love that phrase that you've just said because you are right. I mean, success is really, it's relative. Success, we define it in, in individually. Success, probably what means to you will be different to what success means to me. But you are absolutely right with that one because to me as well, when you know that you have done something or impacted other people's lives because of what you're putting out there or what your services or what your products are that is success and at the end of the day what really matters is that you know that what you are putting out there is making a difference to other people's lives and for our listeners out there the takeaway here is to really ask yourself and reflect on this what does mean what does success means to you because at the end of the day more often than not it won't be those dollar signs that makes you more most fulfilled it is knowing that what you are putting out there is making a difference in other people's lives and by the way i'm not discounting the the money aspect of being in a business because that is really important because we are in business to be profitable because we need to sustain our business and the more we make money the it is a vehicle for us to be able to help more people but what what i'm trying to say here the takeaway here is to really find out what what is that that really fulfills you when you know when you know that what you're putting out there is something of significance of something of, that is impacting other people's lives that you are providing value to the world and that the rest will come back to you in monetarily or in other ways or in other forms now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You know, you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Yes, the first one would be persevere, persevere, persevere. <laughs> I mean, without that, um, you are not going to, to get where you, you want to go. Um, secondly, fear not. Always look ahead. Every time you close your eyes, try to see the entire picture. Try to develop that, I call it, eye from the above, uh, above kind of a perspective. You need to think big because it's easy to downscale once you have that big plan in place. So think big, fear not, and persevere. 
Persevere, fear not, think big. I love that you sum it up so eloquently. So for our listeners out there, this advice that Alexander just shared us, take note on them and take action upon them um, starting today. That would really help you as you move forward with your business or if you're t- trying to build a business that you, you want to wanna have. So again, those are perseverance, fear, um, fear not, and the other one is to think big and or look ahead. All right, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business? Well, even before we incorporated Ideal Properties Group, we have built this technological infrastructure to uh, support the business that we projected the company would attract and generate. So our programming team worked endless hours on helping us develop this proprietary database that has since, of course, undergone many incarnation and countless upgrades and improvements. To date, this database remains my favorite resource and by far my favorite tool. It supports our work, it supports our research, our advertising, our marketing efforts. It makes our staff, our agents, our brokers look good. It makes them productive. So I'm yet to discover personally a digital application that could perform better or encompass more. I would have to go with that. (laughs) All right. And entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? See, it's interesting. The book that comes to mind uh, that actually has heavily influenced my professional growth is The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Um, I'm sure everyone has heard of the ancient Chinese military general, but even to date, I find his words and tactics and strategies very eerily similar to business in general, definitely similar to the world of real estate brokerage in Brooklyn in New York City. So uh, what I always found profoundly inspiring in The Art of War was this idea that um, there are realities and illusions of warfare, but all along you're hoping that your understanding of strategy and tactics would actually eliminate the need for war. So I've always been a a fan of Sen Tzu's postulation that being good at war essentially means subduing the enemy without a fight, and that to win a war, you must win before engaging in the war in the first place. So I see a lot of um, business um, theories and postulations coming from this, but that's essentially what kind of drives my outlook on everyday business and, and, and that you can always uh, uh, pre- not maybe predict but react proactively to everything that's ahead if you mm. adopt that strategy. Well, what a great explanation of the benefits of reading that book. So for our listeners out there, that's The Art of War by San Chu. And I will have that one on our show notes as well. So you can pick that one uh, as one of your reading uh, resource or recommended uh, reading list. Now, Alexandra, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to. Well, I actually think I do have a superhero that comes to mind that I always identify with, and we all know, um, you know, it's a wildly popular character. It's Wolverine, believe it or not. Um, Wolverine has these incredible reflexes. He has this remarkable healing ability that allows him to recover from any wounds that he sustains on his superhero path. He's tough. He challenges authority. He's 
He's got very sophisticated senses. That's what I really like about him. And of course, let's not forget, he has these razor sharp re retractable claws. <laughs> of course, he, he never needs a manicure because those nails are always perfect. We all know that. But um, I think that some of Wolverine's qualities and traits and possibly even his bad sides are what a superhero really needs in order to succeed in a remarkably competitive industry such as a real estate market in New York City, regardless of gender. So I guess that's why I kind of always think of myself more in those terms than, than uh, others in terms of superheroes. Yes, I mean, I can totally see you in his character. And I mean, those qualities that you've just described really epitomizes what we should be aspiring for. We would love to have those as a business owner as well. So love that what you've shared about Wolverine. I love him as well. I love what he represents, what the symbols that what he does. And, you know, it really can be applied in, in our lives as well. All right. So last but not least, Alexandra, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it. I think uh, the service that Ideal Properties Group agents provide in a way is a little bit different and definitely um, more. Um, hello? Yep. I hear you. Hello? Oh, sorry, yeah. I thought I lost you there for a second. So working with a sales professional from Ideal Properties Group is a radically different experience because you're, uh, we are an independently, obviously, owned brokerage. We don't have a board of directors that demands increased profits or, profits or cuts in staff numbers and whatnot. So our brokers live by a very specific set of rules. The most important of them are honesty, absolute belief in the rule of ethics, superior customer service and of course they all have to love Brooklyn and have a desire to help others find their love here too. So we are that proverbial boutique broker who has the resolve, who has the tenacity, but we're also fortified with the smile and the empathy that every property buyer and tenant seeks in the real estate professional, not only in these areas, but I would say, um, you know, globally. So we don't have office production quotas, only that desire to help. And uh, that, I think, uh, translates into making sure that our clients and customers get exactly what they want, minus the attitude of that self-aggrandizing city broker that a lot of people in metropolitan areas are used to. Well said. And do you have, can, they, can they check you out online as well? Absolutely. absolutely. Idealpropertiesgroup.com, of course, is the easiest way to reach us and to connect with either myself or any one of our brokers. You can find us on LinkedIn and through most other social media outlets. So when you're in Brooklyn, of course, stop by one of our four locations, Parkslope, Gowanus, Cobble Hill, Williamsburg, and just ask for Alexandra or any one of our brokers. I'm sure we'll be all be happy to meet you and help if we can in any way. Yeah, so for our listeners out there in the Brooklyn area, check them out. They have four locations in that area. And also you can check uh, and learn more about what they're doing and what they're putting out there at idealpropertiesgroup.com. And from there, you can link to their social media profiles. And by the way, all of these fantastic resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Alexandra Shepanovich or you just type in her name, Alexandra, on the search bar and it will find it for you. But again, that link is idealpropertiesgroup.com. And if you are local to the Brooklyn area, check them out in their four locations. 
Alexandra, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Mary Grace. Good luck. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. inspired and empowered to make it happen then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iphone apps that these high achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of today's leading women with marie grace berg